Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, March 9th. Verbal Thessaling. Today's scripture reading is found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 7 from the Message Translation, which reads, No using the name of God, your God, in curses or silly banter. God won't put up with the irreverent use of his name. This is God's word. For years, I've told people that if I ever planted a church, I would call it the Church of the Divine Tetragrammaton. I'm sure it would take off like gangbusters. I'm seeing a group of four or five people, actually, all named Sheldon. Tetragrammaton means four letters in Greek, specifically the four letters comprising the divine name revealed to Moses at the burning bush on Mount Sinai, long before this redeemed horde of former slaves set one foot on the plains before it. What's your name? Moses had asked. Or to be more exact, what will I tell them? your name is, when they ask. This was just one of Moses' lineup of excuses as to why he wasn't qualified to go on this mission as the great deliverer for his enslaved people. I don't even know your name. How can I go to this people to perform this massive divine rescue mission when I don't even know your name? Eya, Asha, Eya, answers the divine from the burning bush. Eya, Asha, Eya. We translate that, I am that I am, though perhaps more accurately the Hebrew phrase should be rendered, I will be what I will be. There are only two verb tenses in Hebrew, perfect and imperfect. Perfect essentially names simple, completed action, corresponding somewhat to the simple past in English. The imperfect names incomplete or unfinished action, corresponding somewhat to the simple future in English. And this is that imperfect slash future tense. So if you insist on translating it, I am that I am, you need to think more I aming what I aming. Because the only verb tense that can begin to capture the divine essence is an open-ended action verb tense. Spiritual divine reality, like the physical universe around us, is an ever deepening and expanding reality that we are simply unable to even begin wrapping our often rather impressive but still relatively puny brains around. Eya, Asha, Eya. I aming what I aming. I will be what I will be. And from this is derived the divine tetragrammaton, the ultimate four-letter word Y-H-V-H, or in Hebrew, yod He vav He, And we have no idea how to say it. And this third word from the mountain tells us to be very careful in how we would use it, for it's not meant to be trafficked or trifled with, to be coined and packaged and engraved on our latest cause. The prohibition isn't so much against what we call cussing, but about the presuming attachment of the divine reality to the latest cause we're promoting, or the biggest lie that we're currently telling, in court or otherwise. Don't lift up my name to a shave, says the Hebrew, to your latest empty verbal posturing. More vessel making, verbal vessel making, 
the use of the divine to bolster me and my latest cause. And no, this never works out well either. It will always come back to bite you. Our takeaway from the third word from the mountain? We're talking about the one who was and is and who is to come, the one in whom and through whom and to whom are all things. Eya, Asha, Eya. So let's not slap the four letters trying to communicate that like a trademark on our latest religious, social, or political project. In the words of Dr. Grant, all right, back to Jurassic Park, show a little respect, eh? So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. Many ancient rabbis speculated that the four-letter tetragrammaton yod Hey vav Hey was unpronounceable because it was, in fact, the sound of breathing. Ponder that and take a few moments to breathe in and breathe out the ever-expanding reality of the divine all around you. Yod, hey, ha, hey. Which is perhaps the one helpful and respectful thing to do with a divine name. It was beautiful one night. We all began to expect that God would speak. From the waves reaching toward the millet fields, from the mouths of the hanging sky ornaments crooning in light's infinite codes, from the glances of children and plants and hills playing with effulgent life. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful one night, we all began to expect that God would speak. So mused a Persian mystic named Hafiz centuries ago. So experienced Moses and Israel while standing at the mountain. Let me stand with them, among them, as it were. With Egyptian fantasies and calf fetishes discarded, hearing the words, absorbing the words, each mitzvah becoming the means through which the human divine community is formed and filled and the world is repaired and healed. As I breathe in and breathe out, yo, hey, va, hey, through your mercies.